faith, remember? Dry humping, yes, dry humping, of course. Uh, he is a walking venereal dessert. <laughs> Cave cheese. <laughs> I wasn't a Boy Scout, but I had friends that were. Yes. What the, fuck? A... <laughs> the dick soak method. <laughs> That's not going inside. I'm at the bar, I see this uh, spelt looking woman. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> guys. Bill, Beautiful. Perfect. Hello, everyone. Oh, my God. It's so good to be back. Hello, hello. My God. I missed I missed all of you. Man, it is packed in here. It is packed. And packed. I'm not talking about your butthole. No, not not this time. Not but this time, but soon. Enough. But, but can soon. We, seriously, already we're off to a, a slow start with this childishness. Very childishness. I, this is a highbrow show. It is. We're already talking about butt stuff. <laughs> so... We have um, big news, though. Huge news. We left season two saying that there were big changes coming season three. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give to you our third co-host added to our show because uh, he's... It's like a tumor you don't want removed. He's just crazy as fuck, and we, lo <laughs> and we love him. Uh, Billy, welcome. Thank you. Thank wow. you. I love being... You know, I'm, a I'm the tumor. He is the tumor. I am the tumor. A walking venereal disease. <laughs> Billy was on our show last season. Yes, and our, our love at first. Our sound. female viewership, uh, listenership, tripled. Oh yeah, we were getting. We went from one to three. It was insane. Or Women were... went on strike and just, yeah. just now. <laughs> <laughs> Women were mailing us their panties, bras, and underwear, and saying, "Make sure right. Billy gets this." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you I said, had, "I'm going to keep." Planted them. HIV in it, and yeah, like STDs. <laughs> like, fuck him. He fucked my sister out there. <laughs> No, I just kept the panties and I've been sniffing them. I just I'm sure they came from a real life Asshole. experience. You know, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of reading over the break. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say what kind of materials I've been reading. Sure. But I've come across some words I'm not quite sure about. And I want to ask you guys about it. Are we getting right into vocab? We are. All right, Dan. Dan, go. What is lactate? Lactate. I mean, I know it very well. Uh, I, if I, mean, I may, I mean, you can touch base on it. I, for what I know, it's a it's a specific whale species. Oh, please, no, no, go, go ahead. It's a, <laughs> okay. So it's lactate, a whale species. Yeah, lact, yeah, lactate from the uh, the Latin. You know, the Latin Bible. There's a Bible that just it's just for the Latins. Okay. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. We all know this. We did a whole thing on religion. No, exactly. It's, yeah, it was yeah. like in Book Seven. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, book book of book of you know, uh, Crace. Book of Crace. Okay. Book of Crace. Yeah. <laughs> page, page ten. This is the non-amended version. Verse ten, and it says something, something, and it goes lactate, and it's like whale in the ocean, and uh -huh. I, and I guess uh, historians when they looked that up. Okay. But what they found, they actually, it was a myth. It was a myth, kind of like the Loch Ness monster. And they're right. like, oh my God, there's there's the whale of lactate. Oh my. And ah. the reason why they call it lactate, the whale of, is because when it would come up for air, you know, they they, they, they squirt, they yeah. squirt out of that hole. Yes. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Right? I, I got it. It comes out just pure white. Mm. I see. Pure white. You know, almost like, se you know, semen, but. You are well versed in uh, Very well -versed. mythic history. I thought. I just like I know what it is, and I thought that's exactly what he was gonna say. Well, yeah. so I, mean, I just wanted was, to beat him to it. I was literally gonna say the exact same thing. I think we had I, our first bleep there. We do have our first bleep, but that's anyways. Okay. Oh, it is a first bleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, now <laughs> you're okay. part of the show for yeah, sure. I like that. That's good. Okay, so um, it's good to know. I that. Mean, was that think, was that and, close? And thank you, Bill. That, I mean, I think you were right on. But do you have a vocab for us today? Yeah. Okay. No, what's no, your... no, I do. I was uh, I was on the overway way over here, and I was just like, what the? Oh my god, what is that? I heard somebody say it. 
I don't remember how they use, but Klondike. Klondike. Oh, I know what that is. Dan, do you know what that is? Can you help me out? Well, it's kind of a derogatory term, Mm. but it's a Nordic lesbian. This is someone who (laughs) who lives north of the Arctic Circle. (laughs) Oh, wow. And who chooses to lay with other women, and she is a woman herself. Now, does she choose to lay with other women, or is she just born that way? Uh, Good question. Careful. Some of our viewers. (laughs) You never know. Good question. All I know is that they're sinners. They're sinners. In the eyes of God, yeah, they are a Klondike is a, just a, a sort of Nord. You can find them in <clears throat> Scandinavia as well. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> sort well, of a bigger, huskier woman. You yeah. Know, she she needs that extra muscle and fat to keep warm. Gotcha. But, but she definitely scissors. Yeah, they do everything. That makes sense. That makes and sense. And we covered scissoring, too. We did. We did cover scissoring. Um, so I had a word I was confused about. Um, I was online. Yeah. I was looking up Bible verses. Okay. While I was online. That's oh, what boy. I do a lot of the time is I, I go on to Bible. It's I, a hobby. I, yeah. Exactly. And Skills. I look up Bi- for, Bible versing. Well, I have yeah. agendas in life, so I look up specific verses that fit my agenda. I see. And then I should ram them down people's throats. Right. You or know what up. I mean? Or up their asses. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I was as I was scrolling through, I was on a priest's website and I found this thing called a cream pie. No. I didn't know what I didn't know what a cream pie was. Can, I, can either of you guys help me? Well, you kind of give us you kind of point obvious. us in the right direction. Yeah, is it not obvious? Uh, it's under the Church of God <laughs> term. It's not very obvious to me. Okay, so you know that churches host like baking events, like pie events, and Boy and, Scout meetings. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Essentially, a pie is just, a cream pie is just a pie filled with cream. I don't think it gets any dirtier than that. That's it's, it. It's pretty normal. That's it. <laughs> pretty boring vocab. That is the yeah. worst I vocab ever. You can buy it at you know your local grocery store. Yeah. Just cream, cream pie. pie. You can get a moon pie. Ooh. You get the banana cream. Banana cream. Yeah. Banana yeah. cream pie. Yeah. There's there's uh, apricot cream pie. I don't know how uh, that doesn't make sense. I that's, don't know either. I don't disgusting. know either. All you right. can essentially make a cream out of out anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Even a t-shirt. Cream yeah. of cream some young guy. Yeah. Mm. Cream of some young guy. Palama. I knew a guy in high school yeah. that was his name. He are was you Asian. Thir- are you 13? Are you legally 13 I years old? I just turned 14. <laughs> okay. Okay, can we get to yeah. the meat can and potatoes of this episode? Let's get to the meat and the potatoes, Skip mostly the potatoes. Um, we have we a have very special guest here. A very I'm special take guest. the reins. You know what? Because... Go fuck yourself. Okay. I, th- I think Dan should, because Rock's on a... Rough yeah, start. well, his <laughs> mic is peaking and he sounds distorted, oh and it makes me upset. The vocab's like terrible. He's like... Our friend Al. Our friend Al is here. Al is here. Al, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Is it? He said we could is call it good to be here? him Al. We could call him Al. Da, 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 da. No. And you want to talk about me Not ruining familiar. the show already? Not okay. Not familiar. With Too that. early for Paul Simon. Al has oh. <laughs> of lots Al of experience knows. with unions. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about unions. Today. Lots of knowledge about unions and a lot of facts. He's brought literally. Now a we brief, a briefcase full of documents to shove in your face. More prepared than the everybody on the show. Now, are we really? talking about like gay civil union? No, we're not talking about civil unions or gay marriage. That's after unions. Okay, yeah. I we're, got confused. We're talking about labor unions. Labor unions. Like working yeah. with your hands. Like being laborious. Like so, Ooh. the kind of thing that you constantly. Snub here. On yes, the show. on the show uh, through season one and through season two, I have run my mouth about unions. And I had a to few just shut up because really? I got so angry. I have. Yeah. 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 So apparently, so we'll get into that. Now? 
Look at him differently now. Apparently, actually. I'm going to get my ass throttled today from what I'm told in the green room you before will. we get Not started. You will. Not as bad as last night, though. Not I, as, I and by the way, no. for the listeners, the green room is a dirty downstairs bathroom. That is correct. That yeah. is correct. With craft uh, services, which is actually just a couple pieces of craft cheese. Right. Um, <laughs> so, Al, um, when, when we have these types of episodes where we have um, what I would consider a professional in a field, um, you know, I know we, we discussed before the show, but what, what would you say, generally speaking, are your qualifications? So our listeners that listen are like, you know, they didn't just grab a homeless guy off the side of the road. Well, I've, generally. Uh, I've been a union leader since 2004. I've been a member of a union my entire career. And okay. I believe very strongly in what the union has done for my profession, for me, and for, frankly, all of society, yourself included, even if you don't believe in unions. I'm not in any. I've never been in a union. But yet unions have still accomplished a lot of things that have benefited you personally. So if I may get this straight, unions have created things that I now currently completely take for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, as long as I'm clear, yeah. that's all. You got it. So uh, your profession, we'll say, is education. Yes. Okay, very good. So uh, Sexual education. Just se- kidding. That's, no, that's, so, edit that out. Okay, but so yeah. in, in terms of, um, so just so I can ask, in terms of a union and education, my mind, because I'm a sick, sick person. My we mind, know. We all know that. Yeah. My mind goes to the fact of, like, teachers being accused of jerking a kid off or giving him a blowy or spreading his butt cheeks in the middle of class. All things that have happened to me before. <laughs> so you got a blowy in the middle the of class? union protects these educators from a kid just being like, oh, this guy touched me when it's not true, I guess is what is that is that a where it maybe came from? That's I not don't know. All... Well, I think that's where your your stereotype is coming from. Yes. But if if you look at what unions in general do, and I don't want to just talk about teachers unions, I want to talk about all unions. Okay, that's fine. Is the right to due process. Okay. So okay. I know that there was an absolutely terrible propaganda movie called Waiting for Superman. Some yeah, years I, lo- back. I loved it. Uh, no, not Superman. No, not Waiting for Superman. Waiting for I Superman. watched the whole thing. Uh, and that particular movie talked about how teachers in New York City in particular were getting paid to hang out all day long in a room, basically, and uh, get paid to do nothing. Now... Well, a specific a cross section of shitty teachers, but therein lies the stereotype: is that okay. all of those people had been accused of something, but yet there had been no evidence presented that they could defend themselves against. So, really, what the union does is protect uh, employees' right to due process. Okay. Essentially habeas corpus. Well, my so, question is, so uh, I, you bring up that documentary, which I'm really glad you did, because I actually, I'm being serious, I did watch it. Um, so my question would be, you said the proof-wise, right? So I watched that, and there were videos of these teachers that were tenured that were literally just telling the kids, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm going to just sit here and read this newspaper. That's a tenured teacher protected by a union, and these kids are coming going in as re- as they're coming out. 
I'm going to skip over skip over <laughs> the R, use of the R word there. Thank uh, you. Thank and you. I constantly gonna, am telling them to stop jump, using that word. We're going to jump into the fact that if yes. the administrators do their job, okay, those teachers yeah. could have been dismissed if there was evidence. And it's that whole concept that I believe is in our Constitution Innocent until proven guilty. Unless right. you're black. That's, I believe, also in the Constitution. Well, no, you just shoot them. Yeah, if they're black, you just shoot them. I thought we solved racism. Why does this even come up? You're, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right, Billy. Anyway, continue. This is why we bring you on. So, if administrators do their job and they build a case, then you can be dismissed. And in fact, I have worked with many cases... I shouldn't say many, probably two or three over my career where people have been let go because there was an abundance of evidence that they were guilty of what they were accused of. In none of those cases was it anything sexual. You get to the extreme cases when you bring that up. But what happens is that until that person is proven guilty, if you don't want them working, you pay them on a paid administrative leave, or in that movie, they put them in a place called the rubber room. What happened in New York City is the system was so overwhelmed that, frankly, they just put people in the rubber room and forgot about them for 40 years. So they continued to get paid their full salary till they retired um, without anything ever being brought against them. But if you bring charges, there's actually a time limit for that case to be heard. It just, it's like, so I listen to this, and I... Fine, but it's all I'm like, thinking about is S and M, the rubber room. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. I'm thinking black leather, <laughs> you know, soft walls and shit. You got. He's at a buck twenty over there. I'm yeah. at a buck um, twenty. I'm just, I think it's a six shots of espresso. So like, <laughs> I, I think about that, and but I think about like, okay, so I'm in technology, you know, and I like, you know, you're talking about people being on administrative leave and they get their pay for this number of years and this and that. It's like my ass. I program something incorrectly and fuck up an entire client's system. I'm getting fired. There's no due process. There's no like, well, let's take a look. Well, he made a mistake. Let's give him another. Ch like, I don't get there's none of that. It's just. Well, you've heard the ancient Chinese proverb. Don't hate. Here we go. The but yet. Player hate the game. <laughs> but yet I, I'm going to ask you a question. Last yeah, time I'm that happened to you. Yeah. Did you collect unemployment? No, I just found a new job. Because I'm, so at no point have you in your life have you collected unemployment? Never, I've never collected unemployment one time. Wow. I've always just found a new job. Okay, well, the reality is that most <laughs> people can't find a job quite that quickly. And uh, if you ever, if any of the listeners out there have collected unemployment, thank a union because yep. unions are the reason that there is unemployment in this country to protect people. And again, you don't get unemployment if net. you are terminated with cause. But if Correct. you're just let go because of underperformance, yeah. you know, not being able to meet your clients' needs, then you collect unemployment or if you're laid off. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of cases, that's what happens even with uh, people in unions who are accused of wrongdoing. If there is evidence, they are terminated and they go on to that system. Fair enough. I just I've never had to use it um, because I'm I'm a fighter. I'm resilient. I have a lot of good friends that help You're me full out. Full of shit. 
Yeah. You're so full of shit. Dude. Sometimes. <laughs> Once in a while. Um, so, okay. So, let's. So, moving on. Dan, do you have any questions for Al or any well, way you want to. When you watch this uh, documentary, Rockness. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch with uh, commentary on as well? No. Okay. So, then you didn't really watch it. What is that? Damn. No, just kidding. Totally. I don't. That's the dumbest thing. That's probably Did the dumbest thing. Did you watch it with subtitles seen. on at least? Uh, yes, of okay, course. So yeah. yeah. I hear I'm I'm trying to understand your point of view. Okay. I think for the most part you sound bitter and ignorant. Gay. That a little gay. Your profession that you've chosen to go into uh, doesn't have a union, or at least a strong union presence. Where there where is you no, work. there's no union. Um, it's not a union job. It's not a job that and, gets. And a union. you work for a call center essentially. <clears throat> In essence, yeah. Well, it's a phone company. I work in technology. Right. I do. I'm not just like, thank you for calling. Can can I take your account number? It's like I'm actually. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, I actually, like, I fix shit. There's stuff that, you know, I do. Right. Um, My recycling bin disappeared (laughs) off my desktop. (laughs) How do I find it? Yeah. That's what you fix, Rob. Not all the time, but most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But it's almost as if you're blaming. The union for not protecting you. Yeah, but why it's like, I, why isn't the union? Why don't these union? Why don't these teamsters come down with their trench coats and funny hats? Well, I've always had the question of, and maybe Al can shed some light on this. There are certain professions, yep. and and I've had plenty of jobs in my life where there wasn't a union presence, and. I believe we were legally not allowed to have them. Thank you. That's a good question. Uh, that's just like kind of right. what I heard through other people. But I, uh, was, too, I always though. thought like, how do, you, how do you stop a union from forming? Well, and, and actually they can't legally in the United States stop people from forming a union. Right. They can, however, run very sophisticated union busting campaigns during a union vote. Um, and you've seen this uh, tactic employed both before the vote and then during the vote. And I can give a couple of examples. There are a lot of businesses, um, one of our favorite local businesses, Wegmans being one of them, that during training um, shows what I would call propaganda videos about the dangers of joining a union. We're really? Bre- we're breaking this and open. A critical mass. Wow. We're breaking this open. And uh, they, they show there are a lot of businesses that do that. Um, another business uh, that a friend of mine is a manager for, which uh, oversees call centers in the area, um, actually, when they had a union vote some years ago, um, they so it was your exact line of business, I might add. Oh, okay. Uh, and they were running a union vote to decide whether or not they were going to join a union. And the business employed lawyers at the cost of millions of dollars to fight off that possibility of their becoming a union. And they're going to claim it saved them that much in the long run. I'm going to say, well, why didn't they just take that money they were paying those lawyers and spread it amongst the workers, and then maybe they wouldn't have wanted because they're not communists. Is this Northern Land? Is this Northern Land? Are you talking yes, about? Yes, I am. Show. You're talking about Northern Land. Yes, I am. Okay, Northern Land. And uh, so they actually employed uh, union busting tactics okay. and successfully fought off a union vote. Um, it wasn't even that close. I think it was like a two to one no no vote uh, in that case. But they 
convince people that they would all be out of a job if they voted yes. Mm. Well, um, wow. So really, to, to create a union, going back to Dan's question, is all you have to do is get a the backing of a national labor union and hold a vote, a controlled vote, where every potential member gets a vote. And if you get 50% plus one to say yes, then you are now a union shop. So Yeah, well, there's a there's a big national labor union um, that, like, a lot of people use, like even custodians and stuff like that. God, I'm having a... Well, most... <sighs> Most labor unions fall somewhere under the AFL-CIO, if that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, it might be. It might be a a subset of that one. American Federation of Labor. Okay. So, like, to this this point, though. No, CSEA. Oh, that's uh, Civil Service Employee Association that represents uh, public workers who are in civil service titles. Got you. Yeah, I mean, we can't all walk around all day and put paper in boxes. I mean, no, that's not my union. Dumbass. Nor mine. (laughs) Well, uh, so so Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. You ever been? I mean, you're in like local 158 operator operator engineer union. Okay, so that answers my question totally. before I even ask. <laughs> the, my title in the union is yeah. like the most sexiest title ever. Well, what's your title? What I do, I just can't wait. Operator, engineer, specialist. Mm. But really, I just run big machines. Really. <laughs> yeah. I, I meet with a guy on the job and a site. You know, I'm, I'm with I'm with Al for everything he's saying, and you know, as far as you go, God, how could you be against unions? This uh, protect the workers but then because he's it, jealous. It was all stuff by he's Hoffa, jealous. Right? Hoffa was pretty much the first. Yeah, he was the first teamster. That Te- first the, teamster. The unions go way back before. Way that. back before that. But you, would you say that Hoffa actually kind of made it explode or made a huge impact? I think the, he was I think he infamous. Had a, he had a big impact yeah. because of the tactics he employed oh, in yeah. order to get yeah, things tactics. done. <laughs> he, he's used as an example for anti-union. Yeah, you're going to pay us more like, money. No, we're not. How well, corrupt. a gun. Yeah, then you're going to disappear in the middle of the night. Yeah, just uh, like he did. I mean, the truth is, when any organization (laughs) is created and there's people running it, you have an opportunity for people to become corrupt and use their their power to do bad things. But to my point, to the point, I'm really, really, really trying to make, and I'm glad you said that, Bill. Like, you know, I don't understand how you could be against this yeah, when this, you just this said helps that helps people this helps families really uh, okay because many guys that that'll get paid 20 an hour in uh in a specific union it'll take five to ten years for them to get paid 25 well the whole benefit is because full benefits full health benefits everything for their the retirement yeah every aspect okay every aspect. so allow me to answer beneficial. that what i'm trying to say is you're not satan is that, <laughs> no not well some days I mean, you got a kid you what know? i'm trying to say is that it's why is it not then for everyone? Why is it just for this elitist group of, of folks that Whoa. have like elitist. the you know? Well, what I'm saying is why? Well, what about everybody? Then then it should be good. Then everybody. It's should the workers have the that have to. And I agree with and you 110. I work, percent. I, I work think every that, day. Yeah. I think that everybody should have a union. Hell yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to give you a quick statistic here, please, and I brought you a nice do. picture if if you'd like to see a picture because I know that helps he needs you. Construction paper, um, with big crayons. You go back to the foundation of the first unions and um really they spiked during the new deal um okay. under fdr um Fitter. union membership hit almost uh 50 
percent at one point. Uh, actually, sorry, I misspoke on that. Hit uh, almost thirty-five percent, and that is the highest union density that we've had here in the United States. Is about thirty-five percent of workers were unionized, and at that time, is the only time in American history yeah. where less than 30% of the income went to the top 10%. Okay. So as union density decreases, more income goes to the top 10%. Because what's happening is that management, your management, is keeping a larger share for themselves. And if you look during the Great Recession, the... Top 10% got almost all of the income gains in this country. Our union density is at the lowest it's been since before the New Deal. We're down in that hovering in the 10%, 10 to 12% range. So there's a correlation between what the top earners are making, how many of them there are versus union representation? More money goes to the top 10% of wage earners when there are less unions. Okay. When there are more unions, the money is shared and the middle class gets stronger. But this is the thing. Sure does. This is my my other point. Okay, mm-hmm. stay with stay with me. The top one percent. I've the already people, gone. The people that make all of that money, right? The the top earners that are mm-hmm. hoarding all the money. Yeah. Um. You know, according to you know people that love Donald Trump and stuff like that, like how are they supposed to buy their fifth yacht? So if they if they don't have that <laughs> I know. that extra income, no, unions and, are ruining it for no, these people. No, I was thinking people. of doing like a Kickstarter. I, for them. But there okay. was a guy he wanted to buy the, the third island. He already has two islands, okay, but he can't have a third one now because of unions. Yeah, I know. So do we understand the real issue? Okay. So I don't understand. So you why because of that poor gentleman <laughs> yeah. who has more money than all four of us are ever going to see yes. combined. Three. Correct. Three uh, There's four. <laughs> I, oh, you're going to He's exempting himself. He's going to be one of the top 1% someday. But I'm not going to have three islands. For... I'm going to share at least one. Well, thank you. Right. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to go. You're going to go on the smallest one. Dick Soak <laughs> Island. Yo, DS. DS1. Longitude 34.69. Oh, God. Anyway, Sorry, L. L's, L's talking. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I lost that train of thought. <laughs> That's what happens here on Critical Mass. Critical Mass. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could take a break. Yeah. We'll come we back. Could, and we could probably take a break. Organize ourselves. Let our sponsors kind of um, sponsor. Themselves. Let the sponsors wash all over Let you. Let the sponsors. Mm. All right. So uh, we're going to be right back. You guys stick around. Um, let the sponsors uh, give you a cream pie. Just Thanks shut up and hit pause. If you're looking for a refinishing, a sealing, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage. Check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back from that nice, nice, right in the yup, yup. 
<laughs> you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Love it. Right, Al? I don't appreciate it. Absolutely. The and uh, just want to say if all of you enjoyed that break we just took, you should thank a union because the idea of taking a break during your work day was Damn. because of unions. Damn. Yeah. Do you I see what he up. did there? Do you see what he did there? No, do you, do you see what he did there? How do you feel now? Hate the unions. I'm not about the unions. Yeah, me, me. I mean, like, where are you at now? Let's hear. Let's hear some actual things that Jeez. unions have done for all of America. Bet you Al's got a list. Yeah, because yeah, I know I know a few of them, and I'll just to make myself feel better and my ego feel better, I'll just say them out loud. A five day work week. Yep. Check. Uh, like you just said, taking breaks. Yep. Um, Check. Health benefits. Absolutely. Uh. I was going to say cool, non-hooded sweatshirts that have the union on them that say the... (laughs) (laughs) They've given America those. I would say stickers in that case. Oh, okay. Stickers Stickers for hard hats and stuff. There you go. Bumper stickers. But that's kind of all I can think of. How about about paid vacation? Anyone have paid time off here? I do. Yes. If you have paid time off... The idea that you could earn paid time off, whether it's something you have to earn and bank up or something, you know, you're granted one day a month, that's all thanks to a union, whether it's the vacation sick time. How about you guys like a 40-hour work week with overtime if you work over 40 hours? Yes. Uh, yeah, I do get overtime you, and you a You get half. some overtime? I get time and a half. Absolutely. And, and it, it's pretty nice when you get asked to do overtime and you want to do it because you get that time and a half and that extra pay, whereas before unions... And without unions, no, no, you will work as long as we tell you to, whenever we tell you to, and we'll pay you what we think is right. Right. And that's yeah. really the origin of unions. And let's remember that back in the early 1900s, there were people who died in order to form unions and protect workers. And a lot of it, it wasn't even out of pay. It was about workers' rights, that ability to be with your family. That ability to work in a safe place. Yep. Um, do you guys know about the um, Triangle Shirtwaist fire disaster? No. Tri- the what? Now? Um, Is that made it, up? It's, it's a place. Yeah, it's it was a it was a it was a whole bunch of women. They were seamstresses and oh, um, women. were women. And they were working in a sweatshop for all intents and purposes. And they were working long hours for low pay, but they were they were making clothing, and. What happened is that they were very concerned that these women were going to steal from the company. So they did what any employer would do in that situation. They chained all the doors shut, except for the one that they were watching. Hmm. And then there was a fire, Hmm. and a whole lot of people died because all the fire exits were chained closed. Damn. And that led to strikes in the street and the formation of a union and actually under other things all workers can thank unions for OSHA any workplace safety laws and health and safety regulations that you have at work that keep you from being in an unsafe setting are because of unions well can I I've been asking for one of those wrist gel pads for my uh, for my keyboard at work yeah I feel like I'm not working in a safe place without that. And I've asked multiple times. I've said I need the gel. Maybe if you had it, if you guys had a union. Maybe if we had. First a union. of all, and if, no. Honestly, if you can prove that the gel wrist pad can alleviate pain and reduce your risk of carpal tunnel, and you've documented that you've asked for it over and over again, if someday you do develop carpal tunnel, 
then you have a case. You don't even need a union. You, you know have what? a case right away for them to pay, not Look only at pay, my hands. pay for your surgery. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Look at my hands. But, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Listen, another another that, thing you can thank a union for yeah. a, is workman's comp. Yes, workers comp. Workman's comp would not exist if it weren't for unions. And going back to your your gel wrist, whatever it is that you want. Yes, just um, crying. Even if you were in a union or not, thanks to the Americans with Disability Act, if you have a disability and you have a doctor document that disability, they have to make reasonable accommodations for you. And yeah. that's something else you can thank a union. If you your doctor does not feel that the gel wrist thing is necessary, I'm sorry, you're not going to get it. But mm-hmm. if you can get that doctor's documentation by law, they need to be providing that for you. I, I need to go see my doctor then. Yeah. What about what about the DOT, the daily overtime? Because that's what I get. I get daily, I get that as well. Daily overtime is great. I do not need to accrue 40 hours before I get right. overtime. It's eight pay. hours that day. Anything over eight hours per day, but, I automatically get But did you know that overtime. the weekly, I don't know if the weekly overtime can be stacked with the daily overtime because what I have, I just have daily overtime. So if I hit 40 hours, mm-hmm. even of regular hours, including DOT, I still get regular hours until I surpass eight hours that day. Oh, no, it's both for me. It's both? Yeah. Because okay. I've had a lot of triples. Like, I joined this company. I'm working for about five years before I moved down to Texas. Mm-hmm. And there was one week, Now I was getting 54 60 an hour regular time. Jesus Holy Christ. 54 60 Yeah, and they had seven machines when they started, and they're just like, this kid's a workhorse. Yeah. Hey, Billy, I know you already worked a double. Do you? Yes. I didn't even, you want me to go to the job tonight? It's overnight, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll go. They're like, how can you? I'll go. You know, I, yeah. had, I had things to keep me <laughs> awake. You know, yeah. I was dating somebody with a lot Jolt. of ADD. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah. Jolt Cola. Yeah. Sure. Oh, not no. a jolt. Not a jolt. Not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting, you know, I had ADD. That yeah. just I thought it was just wired. Mountain Dew. Yeah. I, had a, I had three triples in a row with uh, like a, a half a shift as a yeah. break. It's funny because like after... Maybe after like 40 hours of working straight, they're just like, all right, listen, Billy, why don't you go home? You know, you can have the next shift. Go home. Just take a shower. Maybe take a nap. Please take a shower. No, there was like an yeah. hour and a half in between. Yeah. There's no fucking napping. Once I lay down, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I'm done. done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that week I had 112 hours in six days. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. 43.50 take home. Wow. Fuck yeah. Fuck. I get weekly over. I was a little That's loopy all. though. So I Which... started seeing shadow people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shadow Rock, people. what they're talking about with daily overtime, <laughs> yeah. that would be part of a union contract. That's not something guaranteed to all workers under the law. Okay. Um, what is guaranteed under the law is that if you are an hourly employee who works more than 40 hours, yep. then you are entitled to overtime for that. And it's they can define the week, so they can define it as starting and ending on Saturday yep. or starting and ending on you know Monday. But... Whatever their week is, if you work more than forty hours, you get time and a half. That is the law. Yeah. Well, we're we're Monday through Friday, and then Sundays are double time. And uh, no, mm. yeah, we don't. Also, thanks to your individual oh, abs- union contract, hey. that wouldn't apply if Rock was called in on a Sunday. He would get. He's really time the only guy that needs to be listening to this. The whole 40. against unions guy. Yeah. Well, I where mean, do you stand now? I mean, uh, yeah, I, I got a lot of great things, and that's nice due to the unions. So you're still... So, no, I'm just saying, what do I... So, okay, so I'm not saying if anyone's listening from my Nobody's employer, listening. 
Nobody, yeah, it's critical mass. Nobody's, Nobody's listening. <laughs> We've already made our billions of dollars. Exactly, we made our billions on yeah, the Rob yeah. episode, yeah. and you yeah. know that's all. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, so we're recording live from a boat. Exactly. A yacht. <laughs> we're bored. It's not a boat. It's a yacht. So uh, if I were to say, hey, I want to start a union, or I want a union to come to my, like, what would I, what would I do? How would I get involved? Well, it starts off with you talking to other workers, and I'm going to say this very carefully because if you talk to other workers during any time that you're getting paid to be there, you can be fired for it. So, because right. you're on company time, I'm going to strike that from the list of look, things to do. Yeah, if if you make contacts, <laughs> yes, um, and you have those conversations with people, and you get the word out there. Eventually, you'll have enough rumbling that you get the backing of a national group that will then come in and they will run a vote for you in a campaign where they're trying to get your entire workplace, typically with the exclusion of management positions, Mm -hmm. to be part of a union. And they have to get 50% or that vote, as we talked about a little bit earlier, will fail. Okay. So... I'm pretty sure all you have to do is stand on your desk with a cardboard sign that says union and just slowly like turn so people can see you. But making sure that it's not during my shift. Well, what was that movie? What, what am I referencing? Al, you know what I'm talking about? With fucking what's her name? No, I don't. Fuck if I know. It's a it's what are a you really about? well known what the, the one actress it? with the with the hair? <laughs> yeah, the one that has the eyebrows. And she talks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mom from Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Sally Field. Okay. Sally Field. Damn. She was in a she was in that movie in the seventies or eighties and it was about unions and they were treating her like shit. She When people still masturbated like, to Sally like, Field. Yes. Yeah. And she people just don't anymore? It was a pretty big scene. <laughs> she well, wrote down cool. she wrote down on a piece of cardboard, it was in a factory that she was working with other women, and she stood up and just held the sign that said union slowly as everybody could see her because they were trying to fire her for some stupid shit. Okay, gotcha. That's what I was referencing. That makes me think about the Michael. Yeah, Keaton I'm not. I'm not sure about that. that one, but apparently it's it's called Norma Ray. Yeah, yes. Norma, Norma came Ray. out in 1979. Thank you. There but it is. Thank you. There it is. Gotta love the Jujels. She was apparently still bangable. She, I think she's still very attractive. Thank really? you. I agree. For a very mature woman. See, right. well, See I, they're not an old lady. Mature and you speak from experience, or, sir. So, uh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> which experience? If you truly want to start a union, I have a recommendation, which yes. is uh, yes. really how the teachers' union in New York City got founded whiskey sours. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, Put what? alcohol in people and they will listen. And, and that was exactly it is that they tried to start a union or were trying to okay. start a union. It's actually now the single biggest and strongest teachers union in the nation. Okay. Wow. And uh, the founder, a gentleman by the name, oddly enough, of Al, Al Shanker. Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. he, you guys uh, share a name. We do. Uh, and... He would invite people after school over to his apartment in Manhattan for I thought that was about whiskey sours. Yeah, yeah right? that's yeah. a weird beginning of a sentence, but go ahead. And uh, yeah, invite people over to his house after school. It just yeah, it, it conjures other, other teachers, thoughts. Other teachers, 
Um, and he would serve him whiskey sours and talk about the union. And then eventually his parties became so infamous that he instituted a policy that if you were a member of the union, yeah, you could come to his parties. But if you were not a member of the union, you had to pay a door charge equivalent to a year's worth of union dues mm. just to come in and have... So it would behoove the like person that. to so simply join the union. You may as well just join the hostage. union. And yes. uh, so, no, it was, it was a, he was charging for his whiskey yeah, like as much as it was, I think, probably cheap whiskey. But uh, Exclusionary yeah. practices. Yeah, th- yeah, this is for the people who are part of the family. And if you want to be here, you can still be here, but mm, you're going to have to contribute. Yeah. I just, and we're going to keep an eye on you. That's fine. I, did you just fart? I did. I'm doing it again. Um, okay. Uh, I mean... Sound, I mean, whiskey sours. Who doesn't like those? I like whiskey sours. That was the last thing that my grandmother touched on her lips before she died. Wow, way to bring it down. This there, really like. took a dark turn. <laughs> I mean, right when, right when, uh, right when L goes, you know, whiskey sours. I was just like, Grandma, he's tearing up. So, um, <laughs> so one hundred percent. I want to. I just wow. want to take a, a quick left turn, mm. and then I want to br- come back. I want to correct the turn. Back. Okay. Um. This talk about unions, I'm like, you know, I'm learning about it today. You know, I don't exactly hate unions. I just, I've never been part of one. I, you know, here's the backpedaling. I yeah, get no, mad. I like, I like it though. I yeah, get mad I like when I can't be part of things. I know you you're know, le- you feel left out, like a roller coasters <laughs> that I can't ride because of my height. Now. Right, in, in middle um, school. You just turned, so you just turned to hate your I entire middle school career. I, I can't be a part of it. So hate. everybody that does um, it, criminal. Yeah. I've never had anal sex before because my cock is too big. Bullshit. I don't believe it. Um, yeah, but you've received. I don't believe it. Plenty. Anal sex. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So yeah. To, from two guys in this room, I'll from let yourself. you guys put that together. From yourself. From myself. Yeah. Well, I bend it up. Right. And just sit on it. Um. So there's that. Um, Again, are you legally 13 years old? Because you look it. I have a full beard. Yeah. You're He's, a cunt. You know, you're a fucking cunt. He's got a jolly so, green giant so dick. We're, <laughs> so we've got... How young he looks. With the, with the political landscape of today, hmm. okay, um, I'm going to ask Ale um, a twofold question, um, which should be pretty easy. Number one, where does the current administration in the White House, including one man-child, Donald Trump, stand on unions? And two, are you a Trump supporter? Ugh, we're not about to turn this whole thing into a debate again, are we? No, we're not. I just, I, I, I want to know, what is our current administration? That part, I will gladly answer. The, Please. Well, let me start with the second part of your question. Absolutely not. Thank you. The first part Thanks. of your question is, is far more in-depth. Um, yes, that's what I was looking for. Uh, Donald Trump, as a businessman, is very anti-union. He actually spent a lot of money fighting off unions in his casinos in Atlantic Mm -hmm. City. Um, I believe at one point, um, in order to prevent them from unionizing after a union vote, he just decided to shut an entire hotel and leave a building vacant on Atlantic City Beach. Um, And... So I think we know where he personally stands. But as far as the political climate that you get to, there has been a proliferation lately of what are called right-to-work laws. And I'm going to say so-called right-to-work laws because those of us in unions tend to call them right-to-work-for-less laws. Okay. Mm -hmm. And those states that implement those 
tend to have lower wages, and not just lower wages, um, but lower prosperity overall. Um, and so the one thing that they can boast in the right-to-work states is that they do tend to have lower unemployment. More people tend to be employed in those states. That's right. But they make less than a living wage. And when you talk about the overall health of the economy in terms of the general measure that is gross domestic product per capita, or GDP. GDP. And what that is you is know me. how much money or wealth there is in a particular state's economy. And if you look at the states that have the highest GDPs, almost all of right them, now. I am, because I was looking Changing for the list cases. for you of states, because I, I thought you might be curious to know where New York falls no, on that it's list. it's actually refreshing for critical mass to have actual facts, facts. on <laughs> <laughs> a, a list of right-to-work states? I Normally, did, we just make these I did, up. There are yeah. actually, it's almost half of the states are now right to work. The hell? And I know, I know Texas is one of them. <laughs> what, I, what I told you guys before that uh, the position up here that I had a few years ago, 54, 60 an hour, the same one in Texas. Yeah. 1350. What? Garbage. Jesus. For real. Yeah. Garbage. In a worker-friendly, which is a non-right-to-work state, a worker-friendly state, the average hourly wage in 2014 was just shy of $24 an hour. Um, whereas wow. the average hourly wage that same year in a right-to-work state was about $20 an hour. So you're talking a pretty significant, it's about a 15% difference. That's quite a disparity. In pay. And per hour. When you talk about the states that have the healthiest overall economies, out of the top 10, eight out of the top 10 are worker-friendly states. Um, Any guesses what the number one state in the nation is in terms of uh, overall health of the economy? This surprised me. Uh, Overall health of the economy? Meaning GDP in terms of GDP. Oh, California. No. Delaware. Colorado. Are you looking over my shoulder? <laughs> it is, in fact, Delaware. Could have given that to me. Well, I did hear that California is like the, like the fourth like largest economy in the world or something. California like that. has a very large economy, but their um, gross domestic product is, the, is actually just behind New York. Oh, wow. Makes um, sense. They're, they're eighth in the nation. Um, so we're seventh. Yes, we are. Wow. I figure behind eight. I figure those. I need a daily yep. top ten. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. It'll do. Flip it. You know, splitsed. Woo. <laughs> Damn. So Delaware. Delaware. I mean, do we? I mean, what, what is, does Delaware make? What yeah. is? What's uh, in Delaware? Well, yeah. <laughs> what is Delaware? Is what do they do there? Do they make license plates? So. Like, what do they do? It's like up there. It's colder than us. Small, insignificant states. But like Maine. Yeah, I mean, I mean just, Maine's got lobster. No, Delaware Maine, sits on top of Maine has Maryland. lobster, but yeah. it, but it's right there. Maine has lobster. Do, Massachusetts has lobster. Has just has below Boston. As Boston, Delaware is what the fuck is Delaware? Somebody Google Delaware. Yeah, somebody. Let me touch on that. What is the first state in the union? Fuck Delaware. That's what it... Yeah, but nobody <laughs> knows that. If you're listening and you're from Delaware, fuck you. Uh, no. I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say no. it. My, my guess is that's, that, uh, that's why I'm here. And actually, I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm the Rockness monster. I'm pretty sure that their monster. biggest industries are banking and insurance. Boring oh. me honest with you. <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> 
banking. Of course, and Connecticut mortgage. being the biggest insurer. In so they're they're the, just thieves, that, and criminals. That, that makes sense. sense. That makes no, sense. no. You're confusing it with biggest. Rhode Island. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait. So <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother. It's the first state. That's. Capital Dover. God, so Dover, Dover Delaware. Ben Dover, Delaware. I want to go to Dover. I'm I've never got an STD in Delaware. You know what? You haven't right. lived then. Yeah, you got to go to um, Delaware and get an STD. I guess so. That's what I've done. Well. So, yeah, we've we've talked a lot about unions, and I think that Rockness has maybe opened his heart a little bit. I've, a little bit. What's left of it. Yeah. You know, I've opened a little bit of it. Uh, I didn't. I, I guess I think for me. For me, for me, for me, the thing I didn't know, which I'm very happy was my eyes were open to was the fact that there are things that I currently have that I do take for granted mm-hmm. that were created by unionizing for other people unionizing, which yeah. is nice. Things that be, have become law that my company now has to follow, you know, over time is nice. But let me ask you a real question. Yes, okay. it is shaved. <laughs> uh <laughs> I believe you've told me that at your place of employment in the break room, thank you, unions. Yeah. There's food and soda and water. Not all the time. Um, we get uh, every single day we have completely free soda, water, uh, juice. Um, the refrigerator is filled with food um, that everyone can eat. I mean, unless it's marked by someone else, you right. know, if it's someone's lunch. But um, we have yogurt. We have um, we have cereal. What yeah. kind um, of cereal? Just like the Wegmans off brand, like well, the, what off brands? Like, what like what, what brand, are they mimicking? Like Which the brand flakes, corn flakes, so, uh, frosted flakes, okay. honey nut Cheerios, honey nut Cheerios. We definitely have Cheerios. Beans. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, exactly. Well, These are like, all sponsors of Critical Mass, by the okay, way. So, <laughs> so basically, fresh fruit. I mean, uh, donuts, bagels, free coffee. Do you feel TV cable? Other than other than that, do you feel like when you're at work that you're not being treated well. Um, it's it's not a okay. So now I'm not talking about promotions or anything. No, no, I, no, I just no, mean no, no. I've been snubbed the day to day too many times. No, no, no. The day to day we're treated okay. We're treated quite fine as I mean, employees. Yeah. What the issue is is that it's it, see it's hard to explain in my field because uh, it's a technology field. So there's not like like I work in a factory, right? Yeah. Imagine if you work in a factory. Just to give you kind of like an example. Uh, imagine you work in a factory and you make, um, I don't know, what's something heavy and annoying? A um, widget. You, a widget. No. <laughs> well, I worked in a distribution heavy. center. You work in you work in a factory. You make hubcaps. Sure. You make hubcaps, right? Yeah. They're not all heavy. <clears throat> well, the okay. So you make heavy hubcaps. You make really just heavy. They would never manufacture those. They would, they would just go. You out make you so make semi trailer fourteen inch double ended wheels. Doubles. 14-inch double-ended black dildos. We make those. They're very heavy ones. Okay? Right. Those heavy. Are heavy. Now, we need to close, you know, making 100,000 of these a day. Okay? <laughs> That's a lot of However, we only have 10 people on the entire line. And the and the and the company says you need you're not hitting the number you got to keep doing it every day yeah. and each of those ten people staffed are like I am literally bleeding right now doing everything I need to do to make, to, to make these yeah. like well you need to work harder and we look at them and say no you need to fucking hire more people is what you need to do because we're never going to realistically hit this number right. and then when we go into that break room to go and enjoy those things that are in there it's immediately someone going um excuse me what um how long you been in here. 
and I'm pointing at a watch. That's yeah. the motion I'm doing. Like, how long have you been in here? And like, I have a 15-minute break. I've been in here for literally six minutes. Okay, well, you know, 15 minutes is 15 minutes. Like, I know. I know what it is. Because they want us to push out that work. Absolutely. Do you do you see what I'm saying? Do you yeah, understand no, I what get the it. issue is? Yeah. Okay. So then I go back to my desk and I have more work than I can possibly do in a day. And then they say, Well, there's overtime. And I'm like, Well, I have a family. I have a home. I have a child. I have like stuff outside of work that I need to be doing. So once you start respecting my time, I'll start respecting your time. But the fact of the matter is very simple. I get eight hours a day and there's no way I can do the amount of work that's needed in those eight hours. And when we say hire more people, their response is, eh. work overtime. The, the only issue I heard there was they're not giving you your break time. Now, well, they are. now as far as the they're just you know, bitching it, about it. And they're well, they're say they don't give it to you. That's that's my only issue with what you said. But okay, if uh, they're not meeting quota and they're bitching and bitching and bitching, honestly, me as an employer, here's your pay this Friday. Gonna find new help. You're just not meant to work here. That's well, it. I'll but, find somebody else all but day. That's the thing. All of us, the entire staff feels the same way. And we if you look at the numbers, Gone. You, you look at the data. Done. But so you just fire a bunch of people even though the goal out. the goal is unrealistic. Now, now that's if I'm giving you your fifteen minutes you know, breaks, which is yeah, absolutely but the goal is the goal is not possible to be met with the amount of people. Okay, absolutely. so I do have to so, say on what you're you're commenting on, welcome to America these days, because yeah. Everybody is expected yep. to do more than is really humanly possible for yes. one person to do. At everybody's job. And I, can only I think stretch so that, Hell yeah. to, to Bill's point, the protection of the union isn't going to hire more help. It's just going to keep you from getting fired for not meeting not those quotas. being able to meet an unrealistic quota. Um, right. However, if you're the low performer and there's something negotiated in the contract that allows you know the low performers to be typically put on an improvement plan yeah. and then terminated, yeah. well, then that's going to happen regardless if you're underperforming. But you doing your best and being able to perform at a standard level, you're going to be somewhat protected. Well, mm. see, but the issue that comes in then, right, is that you lose your inspiration as an employee. So, for instance, drive. for instance, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, for instance, if you took what we call like a stack ranking, right, of of output daily, we get ranked on this shit, right? I used to be up here at the top. I used to be within the top three. I would. Rockness is stretching his hand out towards the ceiling. I would cycle within the top three, right? Then I realized that the people that were in the middle, his hand is lowering towards the middle of the room, in the middle area, right? <laughs> Those people got treated. Just the same as the people on top. In fact, the people on top didn't really get anything extra, didn't really get, there was nothing there. And the middle performers got the same. But the thing is, the top performers still didn't meet the quota. No BJs, no handjobs. Nothing. So what was the difference? Exactly. So what I did was, is I just was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just going to start doing the middle performers because they're not getting treated any differently. The top performers still aren't making the quota as it is. And I really just don't give a shit anymore. So here I am, right in the middle. And you wonder why you got passed over for promotions. Well, no, because I got passed over just the same from the top. That's the point I'm making. Now, now do you, now do you That's think the point this, I'm making. this quota is actually real? Yes, because we used now, to be able to hit it when we had a full staff. I, but not now, now it's less, right? Far less. Far less, and it's the same exact quota? Correct. Okay. That's, now, the way I look at that, see, I got to hit... 10,000. And I know that I, I'm understanding about, you know, the morale, the crew, yeah. the efficiency, the output, yeah. as you're yeah, saying, yeah. you know what I mean? 
the way I look at that, I'm just like, well, I'm going to tell these guys, 80000 They're going to work their asses off, but what they hit 10, they're, just, they're probably going to hit 10. It's going to make them go. It's like a little strategy in the back of your heads. Yeah, but then the you employees mean, are just like... expectations, <sighs> sure, right. but if you implement some sort... I mean, I come from a different kind of world. Yeah. You're in the office. Yeah. You're in a classroom type of environment. You know, I'm on... I'm outside on the road with a bunch of hard bucking dudes. Yeah. You know, we all yell at each other. With locker room talk. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Lots it's, of locker it's like, room hey, talk. Go, go fuck yourself is translated, me get the weather today. Yeah. 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 That's how it truly is. Hey, you fuck know? you. What yeah, was that? Oh, he just said nice we're expected. Weather. Yeah. The expectations are, uh, of us are, yeah. you know, much different. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you don't do it, you get cussed out. From a group of guys, you better have some tough skin and some big balls because yeah. you gotta. You're expected to get back to work and do better. Yeah. So like the whole morale, like you were talking about, they don't respect your time, you know. And I understand yeah. that you're just like, oh, you know, I'm here. I just worked so hard. I didn't even get a, you know, keep on going there. Yeah. There, kid. You Give know? me a pat in the back. Yeah, we don't get. Tell that. me I'm doing good. We don't get that at all. In fact, we get hammered down to the point where we hit a breaking point to where it it makes us stronger. Like okay. When it's I interesting. first started like laboring like that, I worked with a certain company down here in Rochester with many crews my age, a little bit older, and their their political ranking, how you got graduated through the ranks, yeah, was pretty much how much downright, oh my god, evil shit talk could you go through? <laughs> They'd be like, Billy Johnson, you got the looks, you got a car, you got money, you got a big house, you know, your parents are this, and you still don't get laid. Wow, you're a faggot. You have to kill yourself. <laughs> oh my god! And I, I, I don't shy in any of those words. Yeah. You know, I, I don't use the f word. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That's all that. But this is how they would talk to me, man. And I would just get so worked up. I would want. I'm looking for. You know, that's when I learned. Like, wait, wait, if, wait, wait, if wait, you want to hang yourself, you got foots, worked up, even though you expressed yourself in your diary about it. I, I, did I you read his diary again? You guys didn't. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't touch that, did you? Don't. <laughs> Stay away from us. Talk oh. about talk about this. Hey, we talked about this stuff on the air. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, I mean, well, I, my original question was basically okay. So it sounds like you got a pretty good deal over there, except for the fact that there's unrealistic quotas and it hurts morale when you when you feel like you can't achieve certain numbers. You feel like, well, I'm. I'm not getting what I want out of this. I'm not, my work isn't amounting to anything if I can't hit these quotas. Yeah. And not only that, imagine you get, so you go to your computer and you're emailed work orders Mm -hmm. and you have to open each work order and you either have to call the client, you have to email the client, you have to chat with the client and and you need to assess it, figure it out and then write the programming, whatever. Right. So imagine you close one of your work orders. You're like, oh. Right. Let's say you had eight work orders and you close it. And what do you know? What's eight minus one? Yeah. What's eight minus one? Seven. Seven. That's less. Right. Is seven less than eight? Yeah. Yes, it is. Right. And you go you check your email. You go, I have 14 more work orders now. I'm going to kill myself. I'm definitely going to kill myself. Why, why don't you start the day off with lowering your expectations? Maybe you're doing this to yourself. Maybe yeah. everybody's doing this to themselves. If it, this happens on a daily basis, it's possible. now change your perspective. It's possible. Attack it differently. Because if you have to get through the day you might be constantly right. thinking like that, my God, I'll, I'll tie the rope for you. Please. Is you there a I good... Mean? I just Sometimes I walk around work and I look up. So what will hold my way? I look Nothing. up, yeah. Nothing. And they're like, and someone will come to me like, what are you doing? I swear to God, this actually happens. I'll be like, well... Rock, what are you what are you doing? I'm like I'm looking for a beam that'll support my weight. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they don't get it at first, and they're like, huh? 
Oh, um, what about that steel one over there? No, I bet that last week. (laughs) I think it's I think it's important rock for a man or a woman at their place of employment to feel like their work is actually doing something. Yeah. Yes. You know, if if their work is meaningless, and it sounds like you feel that way at this point, then that's that's the problem. So instead of saying, "Well, the problem is whether I'm unionized or not." The problem is really figuring out how do you make yourself feel like you're actually accomplishing yeah. something at work. Agreed. And I think that's the conversation that you first need to have with the people above you is that like, hey, not only do I feel this way, but everybody kind of feels this way. And I don't know if you know that. I've become an, uh, kind of an un, um, what's the word? An unofficial voice of the, the team because unofficial, of who on, I am. Well, yeah, because you can't you shut up. I'm sure. Yeah, and the people come to me. Everybody, yeah. I am your representative. So you are the union rep of your office that has no union. Perfect. Oh, my God, I wow. just... Well, well, fuck Wow, well, look at the pride that just <laughs> filled up with his little heart. Yeah, well, you know oh what? I, I, I guess I am for uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, kind of I mean, strange so. the way uh, L, the way <laughs> L puts it here. That's actually a great point because people, like, they'll come to me and they'll be like, oh, my God, yeah. did you say something? And then I'll, when I have my, I find that my... Um, my development time with my manager becomes me speaking as the voice of the rest of the floor. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot of grievances in your workplace. Yeah. 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 I'll throw a union term at you. Sure are. And it seems like they, they come to me for them. For whatever okay. reason. You know why? And I think, I think it's because of what Dan said. The piece? I don't know how to shut the fuck up. No, no. you don't. I really don't. Well, on um, speaking on uh, shutting well, the fuck get, up. Can we get Ale's thoughts on everything that was just said? He literally said nothing. And then we can go to break. He said nothing. Said nothing. Wow. How about Rocco you and I literally take items of our clothing off one by one slowly. Mm-hmm. We put them down in the middle of the room. All right. And time we, for me we to Greco-Roman go. <laughs> wrestle this out. Naked. Yes. Completely. Yes. We have to spray you with baby oil. Before we go to break, Al, is there anything you wanted to just shove down Rock's throat? Mm. Careful. I don't think after all that. <laughs> careful. Yeah, careful. I don't think after all that he needs anything shoved down his throat. Not I think yet. he just uh, determined that he is going to be the first uh, union leader yeah. within his workplace. But I will say that uh, as he should, if yeah. if workplaces truly want to prevent the unionization of their workforce, there's some real easy ways to accomplish that, and it starts with listening to your employees and treating them with respect, not creating a sense of fear by firing at will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, for no good reason, and make sure that the pay and benefits are competitive with your particular field um, or slightly better than what your particular field tends to get. So actually do things so people are like, fuck unions, we're treated so well here kind of thing. Yeah, the uh, the Wegmans argument that uh, Wegmans is one of the few grocery store chains that is non-unionized, but they pay their employees slightly better than unionized grocery store workers, um, give them slightly yeah. better benefits, and um, which is odd because the warehouse is unionized. Yeah, the um, transportation side yeah. of it is. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that is some wild and crazy stuff. Some wild stuff. So, um, we're gonna t- we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back and yeah. what, Dan? We're gonna finish up with our classic fuck yous. Our fuck you section. We'll be right back. Critical Mass can now be found at the eight o'clock stop dot com. That's the eight o'clock stop dot com. 
We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. Welcome back to Critical Mass. Here we are with the talented rockness monster, Ow! Daniel Tracks, and our friend Al. Talking about hey, news hey. here. I hey, think we're about to get to uh, the fuck yous. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's, yes. Al, do you got a fuck you? You want to start it off? Do you want to hear how it's done? I, I think I better hear how it's done. I, yeah. I, I have Dan, something in that's mind. That's a good one. Yeah, I think Daniel should start it up. Okay, I'll, I'll just start us off. Um, my fuck you mm. this week is it's something that just gets right to my core of hatred. Mm-hmm. Uh, purple minivans, and normally they're Dodges. They don't have to be Dodges, but they're usually purple minivans. Any shade of purple? Any shade. Okay. Could be fuchsia, even. Or periwinkle. Yes. Uh, mauve. Dusty mauve. Got me, man. Anything purple-ish that's a minivan of the late 90s model Mm -hmm. that has a handicap sticker usually in the window. Um, Here's the deal. The driver usually has diabetes. Uh, And... (laughs) You've all seen them. You know you've seen these these minivans. They could be light blue. It doesn't matter. They're a late 90s Dodge Caravan, yep. typically, with a handicap sticker in the window. Yep. And the driver is an absolute fucking diabetic. moron. And a diabetic. A a diabetic di- moron. I just, I just, that's my little yeah, DM. shove on them is that, like, yeah, you're probably diabetic, too. Because, uh, yes, usually it's a heavy set woman. She looks poor. I mean, you know how I hate the poor. And absolutely. No, I just feel like, okay, Disgusting first of all, it, it, and sometimes you, you can even see that it's outfitted for like a wheelchair too, like these, these vans get off the road. Yeah. You should, um, be on the road. I want to go 60 and a 35 and you're in my way. Yeah. Hey, we have Uber now. Just get a fucking Uber, you know, or a forklift. I just see these minivans every now and then with their, <laughs> with their fucking moronic driver and their handicap sticker. And it's just like, God, the DM. You know, as soon as you're behind them, it's kind of like getting behind an elderly <coughs> person at the grocery store in line. Oh God! Because they're going to be fishing through their purse. Yeah. It's just like, you know. Anyway, so fuck, fuck you to that specific person. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Who wants to go next? I can go. Bill. Why don't you touch it? Why I'll touch, touch it. I'm touch it. it. Okay. Touch, touch it nice, nice. So I got a. I've got a specific fuck you. Okay. Um, uh, who was there last night? Oh yeah, just Dan. Um, we were, we were at, uh, a bar slash bowling alley last night. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, first of all, let's, I'm going to get to the, what fuck you of it, but it was one of the most pretentious places I've ever been into in my entire life. However, it was a lot of fun with some of the greatest people I know. I wouldn't call it pretentious. Oh, so, pre- no. so pretentious. My, for, I'm sorry, a well gin and tonic, a well gin and tonic is $8. Pretent- pretentious. Where were you? Where were you? Was it at least good? Well, Jen, where we had no. our where we had our meeting. Not though. really. Where we yeah oh. where we had yeah. So the place that we do not speak of. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> it's not so much that. That's not my fuck you. My fuck you is this. Okay, I frequent a bar in our area. That's my favorite place that I go to all the time. You know it very well. You know it very well. You know it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have one bartender, maybe two, and um. 
that's a snapping sound. That that's how quick they serve. That's how quick regular. they serve. Not just because I'm a regular, because that they fucking reason. they know how to bartend. This place last night has six fucking people behind the bar. One of them's fucking done the fucking register, just pressing buttons, not doing shit. Another person's cleaning up stuff. We got two people that are serving. Doesn't matter. There are two people. I'm talking right. I'm in the middle of thought. I know. There are two people serving, okay? I'm just trying to cash out, or I'm trying to order a drink. And it's just like, what the fuck are these people that fuck you to your bartending staff, all of them? Either hire more bartenders, or have the bartenders you currently have know what it is the fuck that they're doing. I'm standing here. You're not doing shit right now in the bar. Turn around. Take my order. Give me my order. We exchange money. I believe that's how this works. And then I walk away. Here's that simple. Or get no. rid of them and find more competent bartenders. And here's a logical. I would agree. Yeah. Oh, oh. Here's a logical is. issue because it's a it's a bowling alley that's actually it functions on time, not games. So you don't pay for how many games you want to play. Yeah, you pay you're for, paying on a timer. Sure. So you pay for you you buy out like two hours yes. of your lane, I, and it's on the top of the clock. It's tick tick tick. So if you're at the bar and it's your fucking turn, you're, yep. you're freaking out. Yes. You're like, I gotta get back because my like I'm literally losing my money as Correct. I talk. Correct. So they're that's one of the issues. To that. They're not sensitive no, to that. Not. And they should be. They own the place. I don't. So yeah. they should be sensitive to that. So fuck you to these bartenders. And it took me nearly 20 minutes to close my tab yesterday. And the girl finally goes over and says, thank you for your patience. And I said, I mean, okay. I, I guess you, got, you guys want a tip. I don't understand for what. But okay. And I just I took the receipt and I left $2 on my $40 tab. And it's just that's it. You want a tip? Fucking, I got a tip. Serve faster. I got a tip. Put a drink in my fucking hand. It's I a got Saturday a night at Find literally the most popular place in town right now. And? Which is surprising. At, which means that they right? knew yeah. that it was going to be busy. Mm-hmm. They, they knew how many, because they have to reserve essentially a certain amount of lanes. Yeah. It's not hard. You st- you get more people in. But exactly. They are, but they are fresh, too. This is a new business. It's, right? a, it's a fresh place. It's less a than a year. It's less than a year. Yeah, but less still. Less than a year. It's right. not like this person who's running it has never run something before. Listen, I sure. like I like sure. the place. Is it pretentious? Yes. Is it hipster? Absolutely. Yes. So hipster. Jesus. Um, but I, I do like the place. I had fun. I did have a fun time last right. night. It's just imagine drinks. it. Just imagine it with like one third of the amount of people. It'd be great. Imagine that place with a union. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. Okay. All right. That was my fuck you. Who's next? Yeah. Well, uh, my my fuck you, and I. You made me think about this way earlier when we were talking about uh, employee discipline situations. Fuck you, all social media. Mm. All of it. All social media. There is absolutely nothing good societally that has come out of social media. Except for advertising critical mass. Half Please continue. Of, yes. <laughs> go ahead. You needed that plug. Half of... Uh, half or better of the disciplinary situations where I've actually had somebody walked out. It was because of something stupid they put on social media. We hear now that during the campaign a year ago, well, and a year plus, uh, the Russians were buying up ads on both sides and uh, sowing dissent between the two parties. Yeah. And frankly, our president is getting ready to start a war with North Korea over Twitter. So no, he's, he's uh, I'm going to use it again. He's a re- Sorry. So Don't stop using that word. I no. 
evolve. Honestly, I don't, don't believe that anything good has ever come out of social media, and it's something I think should be undone. Okay. So did you want to say, I mean, you didn't say the words. I, I thought I said it at the beginning. Oh, you did? Fuck I'm you, social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. totally okay. did. Okay. I've never well, heard L. He said it twice. Been so derogatory before. I know, right? So serious about that. <laughs> and I know that our, our friend, uh, Mr. Trot, out there in Denver, he would totally agree on that because he's always yeah. said communication technology has yeah. become the end of our it's just, civilization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just made us more, you know. So, Billster. Bill. You got one? You're fuck you. Now, I'm a big nerd. I love tech. I don't believe it. Man, you know, I remember when I went from the iBrick. I, I mean, I started with the iBrick, the first iPhone. The iBrick. That thing was thick and heavy. Right. I remember. And then I remember. It was a piece uh, of mason. Come up to one guy, and he's just like, wow, I'm, I'm surprised you don't have an Android. I'm why like, does Bill I'm have like, a brick to his face? <laughs> I'm like, why the hell would I have an Android? I have the iPhone. It's like, dude, you know that you can you can have uh, Linux on there and do this. all oh, it's open source. I'm like, what? There's nerd stuff with the Android? And they're like, you, you're an idiot. Yeah. Swapped over. All right. So my point being with all that, I am constantly using bandwidth, constantly using data. I want to say, fuck you to data plans. Okay. Because oh. I just jumped on this one, right? And I've got like two weeks left. I'm running my maximum. Now they drive me down 128 KBS. Are you kidding me? I can't even stream. I can't stream shit. Jesus. Pornhub is so slow. <laughs> <laughs> like every everything's yeah. so slow. Like while I'm driving and I want to watch Pornhub, right? Like on the way over here. <laughs> that's why. At, I, that's why I'm like half chub right specifically now. Specifically at uh, at stoplights. Yo, you know what I mean, speci- dude. Specifically, I, I mean, mean, I tried just sitting in your driveway for. I was actually outside this whole entire time. Wow. I was at Starbucks. Twenty right. minutes. I'm trying to get this video to buffer. Yeah. Right. And trying it's to like get at nut. the peak. Yeah. And it was. I mean, it was just like uh, this interracial, this interracial gangbang orgy. It was small. White, they, I forgot the title of it. It's like mom walks in as his son is something crazy like that. Right. His son and, is mentally handicapped. Yeah, so, so, and... so fuck you, data plans. I'm not about it. So I just download everything in Wi-Fi. That's what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to download everything in Wi-Fi on the way over here. Beat it up nice, nice with the yup, yup. I like it. Yeah, so we're, nice. you're learning and you're growing. Hey, see, and that's what we do. We and, and, and speaking of learning and growing, before we kick it, uh, I just wanted to mention to all of our 10 listeners, uh, Rockness yes. thinks that he's funny. Yeah. And he definitely makes jokes here and there. And to make him feel better, we laugh here in the studio. Yeah. Uh, but he also is trying it out professionally yes. um, at open mics. And mm-hmm. we support him 100%. All over the Rochester yeah, area. We have um, to. He walks in and you see Thank that. You. You know, you see that little mound in his pants, and you just know this is the guy. (laughs) And so he, he, at a particular comedy place, am I allowed to say it? Uh, Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I guess it's unsolicited stuff here, but comedy at the Carlson, Sunday nights at 7.30. Great place. They have open mics, and uh, he's been going up a few times now. And Mm -hmm. I just want to say, if you're listening and you think that Rockness is funny, which might be one percent of you well, yeah i think if he's not yeah yeah check him out at, at these open mics um Boom maybe or support him yeah yeah and, and look for him to be uh opening for a major headliner soon i uh soon i mean i hope years. you're right yeah. and thank you for that 10 um, 20 30 years however long it'll take <laughs> yeah right like yeah i'll be like Roddy dangerfield where i get like my career starts at like 50 60 years old yeah the funniest right. thing you will ever say will be on your deathbed Exactly. Like, come on, I should have said that. Like, oh, we didn't have a recorder. I should have said that. 
But um, yeah, check out Comedy at the Carlson open mic night. Uh, show starts at eight. Uh, drink specials. Good place. Fun place. Clean. It's a yeah. clean place. We'll see how long that lasts because it's fairly new. Um, check check them out. Um, I definitely want to give them some love. The uh, bartenders too. One's married. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They do actually have a good bartender. how you found staff. that out. Um, <laughs> Other plugs. Um, Ale, before we, we cut us our, ourselves off here, um, do you have any plugs, anything you uh, think that the world should know about? Do you want to like leave us? Do you have like a Jerry's final thought, like an Ale's final thought? Something. I don't know. You know what? You didn't didn't give me time to prepare for this one, so uh, I don't believe I, that you're not prepared for a closing statement. You've <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got twenty Manila folders, a briefcase, there's a secretary standing okay, I, outside. <laughs> okay, but I am paying her, so it's okay. Yeah, she's union. Uh, I think the biggest thing I would say is that not everyone needs to be in a union, but whoever you are and whatever you do, you need to thank a union. Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good close. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Ale, for being here today. My thank pleasure. Much, Thanks Al. for having me. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. And uh, his last name be Budkiss. Ale Budkiss. Yeah, just like Stanley Budkiss from The Mask. I don't know where the fuck that came. from. I have no yeah. idea either, but or it's Budkiss. okay. I love Budkiss. it. Oh, I'm I thinking like about. It. I'm thinking about. Yeah. Remember I'll, Budkiss? Um, that's a different vocab. So, um, okay, <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors over at, uh, let's see, we got the Genesee Beard Company. Mm. We've got Eagle Epoxy. Well, Genesee Beard is not technically a sponsor. Yeah, but we hope that for their success. Yeah, we're, yeah. So uh, check out their products, Genesee Beard Company. Yeah. Um, also, check, that was a fart. <laughs> um, that got right on the mic, too. Um, check nice. out eagleepoxy.com for your uh, epoxy needs. Yeah. Um, and of course, last but certainly nowhere near least, 8o'clockstop.com, where yep. we're featured along with um, our buddies over at Hypothetically Speaking podcast, yeah. um, as well as the podcast Three Dicks Picks. Um, funny as fuck, those guys. They're hilarious. Check them out if you like a laugh. Um, after you check us out, of course. Right. Um, and really, that's about it. Thanks okay. a lot. We're looking forward to season three. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Totally. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. We love you. Where did they come from, butts? <laughs>